It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From UFOs to ghosts and government cover-ups, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Stuff They Don't Want You to Know audio show. I'm Ben Bullen. And I'm Matt Frederick. Matt, today we are going to do a a little introduction to something that we often mention in our videos, but we don't get enough time to really explain, right? Yeah, sure. We're talking about something that is large, Mm -hmm. fairly old, Mm -hmm. not that old, and uh, important. Yeah. So who could that be? Uh, is that a person? Is it Wilford Brimley? I believe it is a thing. It you is would, a thing. Uh, make okay. it a thing. Or let's say an agency. Ah, yes, an agency. Uh, what we are talking about today, ladies and gentlemen, is DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. This is no fooling, real life, mad science, paid for by U.S. taxpayers. This is the closest thing you'll ever get to the fringe division. It, that's real. That's a really good comparison. And um, this also, you mentioned the history there, Matt. It's surprisingly old. It is. Uh, for me. It Well, can we get into kind of the history of it, or do you want yeah. to explain more about what it is? Let's jump right into the history. Okay, so if you want to know about the history of DARPA, you have to look at an agency called ARPA, which is the same as DARPA, just take off that defense from mm-hmm. the front of it, the Advanced Research Projects Agency. And it's a Cold War creation, something that came out of kind of the fear of the Soviet Union's power, mm-hmm. uh, especially after they launched Sputnik in 1957. Mm-hmm. 
uh, at this time, the uh, Department of Defense was very concerned that there might be a weapon gap, a technology gap in the Cold War. And there was. There there absolutely was. They successfully launched a satellite before we did, mm-hmm. and it was seen as a massive threat. So uh, one of the first things that ARPA looked at was getting man into space, or at least American man into mm-hmm. space. And uh, also putting satellites of our own so that we could monitor what the Soviet Union was doing up there as well as on the ground. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, just a dovetail on that. We have some more information about that in one of our Friday videos that features uh, the role of secret satellites during the Cold War, right? Oh, yes, we do. And so DARPA was created with this idea, or excuse me, ARPA, later to become DARPA in 1958, was created with this idea that the United States should always endeavor to have a technological edge over yeah. friend and foe. Yeah, superiority, they called it. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's weird because this kind of mandate also makes it a, uh, a bit different in comparison to other government agencies. Like, if you think of other government agencies, the EPA, the FDA, a bunch of other acronyms that end with A, uh, they operate in a a much more top-down style. And they're much larger than DARPA. It's weird because for all the mentions that we hear about DARPA in the world of theories and also the world of frightening technology of the mm-hmm. future, uh, DARPA is actually kind of small. Yeah, know? it's it's fairly small. I don't have numbers on that. Do you have numbers about actual employees, well, uh, confirmed employees? See, ah, uh, yeah. Ah, I'm glad you said that. We don't. Um, and actually no one in the public uh, is going to have a number that everyone agrees on, and that's because DARPA um, does a lot of subcontracting, right? And DARPA also has some classifications that don't really lend themselves to any sort of public information. So I I guess at this point we should go ahead and make it clear DARPA started with satellites and with the moon missions, right? Mm -hmm. Which then split off into NASA and the NRO, the National Reconnaissance Office. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they had to focus on different things. And one of the main things they were focusing on was information technology. And that's, again, if we want to kind of continue with kind of the things we've been talking about lately, especially on our show. Yeah. They created the ARPANET in 19. Oh, I think the contract was awarded in 1969. Mm-hmm. And ARPANET. Well, that might sound kind of familiar to some people. Matt, what is ARPANET? I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim murders on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and last hour on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man, Marie's a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return, your time won't, and we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. ARPANA is kind of the the zygote of the internet that then <laughs> I like that it, it then created the web, the internet, and the web, and all of the things that we use now online. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just the first networking of computers. It's the first time it ever happened. It a lot of people thought it couldn't happen, mm-hmm. um, but thankfully the people at BBN Bolt. Bernack and Newman decided they could do it. They they sent in a largely detailed uh, proposal mm-hmm. and they got the contract. And then in that was in 1969. And then in 1976, uh, they had the first wireless transmission. So they be, they 
they jumped from 1969 to figuring out how to network computers by a landline mm-hmm. to just what seven years later. Then they've got the first wireless transmission, right? And when you think about in 1976 that there was wireless communication occurring, mm-hmm. that's that's hard to think about because around I don't even know exactly what time that came around for consumers. Oh yeah. Uh, a, a vast swath of the world still does not have that technology. And so that that's amazing, but it's not just the Internet. And, Matt, stop me if I start to sound as though I'm making an infomercial for DARPA. I okay, certainly no problem. Not, no problem. But these guys are into a lot of stuff, right? Um, on another How Stuff Works show, we've covered something called the DARPA Urban Challenge, which is an annual competition to create an autonomous vehicle, you know, like the Google car. And uh, the DARPA Urban Challenge uh, is – a multifaceted competition. Uh, there are teams from private entities. There are teams, a lot of teams from universities, and they try to build the software necessary to create a car that can go through the open road and then also navigate treacherous urban environments. And they've had a lot of success. This is one of the key examples of DARPA's MO when it works out. And DARPA's MO is to fund other research agencies. Yeah, to to put out a call mm-hmm. for a technology that doesn't necessarily exist yet and extrapolation on current technology and then whoever can do it the best mm-hmm. gets a contract from them through the government and then they get to do it. Yeah, true story. DARPA has no uh, publicly acknowledged la- uh, laboratories or scientists of its own. They have program managers who sort of farm out this research. Uh, and there's a lot of research. Oh man, I am trying so hard right now not to bring up my absolute favorite hobby horse of DARPA. Should I do it now or should oh, we wait? Man. Well, let's get into it. I want to hear. Okay. Thank you. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, My name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. 
every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The TDCS devices. Oh, man, you're hung up on this. I am hung up. I am so hung up on it. The technology is there. One of DARPA's huge drives is to make a soldier of the future, right? Not necessarily human, but still uh, integrating human beings, human brains, and uh, technological advances. So they've found this thing called, or they didn't find it, but they've started using a thing called TDCS, Transcranial Direct Current Simulation. Anybody who's watched our video shows knows that I am indeed hung up on this. Mm -hmm. Um, So just a quick recap. The idea is that through uh, low-level electrical stimulation of specific parts of the brain, we can not only improve somebody's learning ability, we can also improve their memory retention and a couple of other neat mental tricks. And what's more, this change stays with you after the exposure. Uh, DARPA is using this to train snipers, to uh, research pilot training time. It's a brave new world. Yikes. And, and are you... Are- are you trying to do some of this on your own, Ben? Are you doing a little yes. research? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I am fully on board with this. The technology is maybe dangerous, but it's relatively simple to build. Now, I think at this point, Matt, you and I should do a COA and say we are not telling anyone to build it. Certainly which- not. But if you want to know more about it, watch our Deceptive Brain series, episode three. 
Yeah. And but don't do it yourself. And don't tell people that we told you to do it. We just say that it's interesting. And that's not all DARPA's doing. Uh, do you, do you have any particular projects of DARPA that uh, you're interested I in? I do, but I'm going to kind of take it back to the history again yeah. really okay, fast. Yeah. Uh, something that really fascinated me again that we can extra- extrapolate upon. So they came up with this thing during the Gulf War, the first invasion of Iraq by the United States. Desert Fox? Uh, Desert I think Storm. It was, it was Desert Storm, correct. It, and it's called SimNet. And that was the first time they started using their networked computers to create an actual real-world war simulation mm-hmm. of one of the battles, the Battle of 73 Easting. And it was uh, one of the last major tank battles that has occurred in the world. Wow. And it was essentially a video game. Uh, like, think of Battlefield or Arma or, I don't know, uh, Command and Conquer kind of in a way also. Mm-hmm. And... It's really interesting to me because this was the first time using this kind of technology to do this. And the defense secretary at the time, Dick Cheney, Mm -hmm. was extremely interested in this kind of war simulation. And he pushed to have a lot more of this. And it makes me think about the video games of today and whether or not they're kind of, they're kind of, I mean, they are war simulators, but are, are we, let me ask you this. Okay. Are we teaching our children, including myself in this category, uh, to be combat warriors through all these different ki- types of video games with the top-down strategy war games, with the first-person shooter war games, and the tank simulators? Sure, or how long? How far are we from the first drone simulator game? Yeah, right? and, and Ender's Game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. the, the kids who, are, who think they're playing a game, but they're actually bombing people with Predator drones. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but sorry, sorry. The, the book's been out for a while, and uh, that that is a very good point. Like, at what? Where's the threshold? At what point does it move from being a game to being something that is clearly training? I like that question uh, very much. I also think it's important when we go to DARPA as a subject, Matt. We run into a lot of rumors, a lot of disconcerting facts most definitely if, if you uh like like us are a little bit weirded out by some of the amazing improvements in robotics then darpa is your go-to for a sleepless night yeah speaking about improving the human not only the brain but mm. good golly some of those wow did i say good golly good golly some of those uh some of the uh the exoskeletons that are being produced uh some of the innovations in nanotechnology mm-hmm. that they're coming out with. Bionic prosthetics uh, that actually do have the ability to relay sensations, heat, cold, pain. There's a lot of interesting and, quite frankly, frightening things that they're coming up with. Yeah, and this is just the stuff that we know about, that is publicly acknowledged. Now, DARPA is a little more open than some areas of the US government like the like the NSA for example you can actually go to DARPA's website and see their requests for proposals uh and see what opportunities they have for you your agency or your crew of local mad scientists to uh get that mad science really cooking with gas Ben I hate to do this I'm so sorry man I liked where you were going there by the way but the light is flashing. That means we've got to get out of here. Somebody else needs to use the studio. Oh, right. Okay. Well, hey, what about this, Matt? What if we make this a two-parter? 
Oh, that's a great idea. Because we're, we're nowhere near done. No, not at all. We have so much more to cover. So stay tuned to hear the conclusion of our two-part series on DARPA. In the meantime, let us know what you think about the United States Real Life Mad Science Department. You can drop us a line on Facebook, right, Matt? Yeah, we're Conspiracy Stuff. You can also find us on Twitter. We're at Conspiracy Stuff. Or you can send us an email. We are conspiracy at discovery.com. For more on this topic and other unexplained phenomena, visit testtube.com slash conspiracy stuff. You can also get in touch on Twitter at the handle at conspiracy stuff. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really needs your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 